Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is whole business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Savior, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Good evening and welcome to the Light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I came running when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is a joy to be able to worship with you 
on this 30th day of April as we are preparing to welcome in the month of May. Amen. Truly, it is an honor, privilege, and a pleasure to be able to worship with all of you tonight. I'm calling from Washington, California, Texas, and Atlanta, Georgia. We are just so grateful that you took out the time to worship with us tonight on the light of Portland. We thank God for his presence that's here with us, wherever you may be, at home, in the living room, the dining room, the bedroom, the kitchen, in your car, wherever you are, just for the next hour, that is your pew. And that is your sanctuary. And I want you to be free to praise, worship, and magnify the Lord our God. We are so excited for the work that God has assigned to our hands. And we're so grateful um, for all of those that labor with us to make this platform possible. We want to thank God for Archbishop Ruth Smith, which is a spiritual covering to the light of Portland, and to um, Elder... Bishop-elect, Stephen Bishop-elect, and Butterfield. What a joy it is to be elevated in the body of Christ to continue to do the work that God is calling you to do. And to my sister and my friend, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, and to all of those that preach on this light of Portland, there are many we're just so thankful, Pastor Pamela Laws, Pastor J.W. Friday. Elder Bruce Mitchell, Elder Catherine Brown, Elder Catherine Miniweather, Elder James Wooten, Elder Demetrius Devers, Pastor Regina Zachary. There are so many that preach. Tonight, our preacher is no stranger to us, Lady Elder Kenny Copeland. She's coming tonight all the way from Mapleton, Georgia, to bring forth a word. So I want you to get ready, get ready, get ready for a high time in the Lord And we're just grateful to God tonight that you all are with us. You still have time to invite somebody because it's not too late. The thing that I'm realizing is that the people of God, every opportunity that they get to get a word deposited into their spirit, they need to be running to that word. Amen. And so call somebody, text somebody, forward the text message that you got tonight and say, join me for the light of Portland, because I know you need a word tonight. I know you need a Anybody like me tonight? I need a word from the Lord tonight. I need a word from the Lord. I do have a few brief announcements, and then we will um, have our prayer. We'll then hear a song, and then the voice you will hear after that will be the voice of our speaker, Elder Kenny Copeland. Um, announcements. The Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church will be presenting a prayer clinic on Saturday, May the 6th from 11 to 2. Doors open at 10.30. The registration is $10. And the theme for this prayer clinic is Standing in the Gap. Coming all the way from Mapleton, Georgia, our sister, our friend, Pastor Pamela Laws from the Total Truth Restoration Ministries will be here next weekend. Y'all, let me tell you, if you're in Seattle, make your way to Portland. If you're in Beaverton or Gresham, Vancouver, 
make your way to Portland. Yes, you can come from Georgia. Just call me and let me know you're coming. We can, we'll hook you up with a room. Amen. But we will be at Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church next Saturday at 11 o'clock. Doors open at 1030. There is a $10 registration fee. A light breakfast and a light lunch will be served. We are located at 3605 Northeast Mallory. That's Portland, Oregon, 97212. Joining Pastor Law for this prayer clinic will be my friend and my brother, Pastor Mark Jack from the Oasis of Praise International Church right here in the City of Roses. I'm telling you all something. Uh, That woman and that man, they both can preach and they both can pray and they both can teach. And so they're coming fired up and ready. So I hope you get excited about next Saturday, May the 6th at Greater St. Stephen's for a prayer clinic. I want to thank God uh, for 18 years of serving as senior pastor at the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church. We will be having a celebration on Sunday, May the 7th at 1 o'clock at the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church, located at 3725 North Ganton Vine. And our guest speaker for the hour will be my sister, Pastor Pamela Laws. So I want to encourage you to come out and hang out with us this weekend at Greater St. Stephen. We are looking for a high time in the Lord. also want to tell you about uh, a spring revival. That's going to be happening at the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church. Their theme is when God is my architect, coming from Proverbs 16 and 3, they will be having their spring revival. It will be Friday, May 19th at 7 o'clock p.m. and Saturday, May 20th at 10 o'clock a.m. St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church is located at 8101 North Fisk. Avenue, Portland, Oregon, 97203. Their special guest will be Apostle Lavelle Thomas. He is the senior pastor of Oasis of Praise International Ministries right here in the city of Roses. And we know that St. Paul is pastored by my friend and my brother, Pastor Craig Lamar Brown. So hope to see you on uh, May 19th. There in the building. Amen. Also, for those of you that are here in the city of Portland, another soldier has gone home to be with the Lord. Uh, share with you tonight the official announcement. It is with great sadness that we announce to our community the transition of our beloved pastor, Reverend J. Walter Hills II. We send our love to Jalea Hill, James Hill III. Minister Wilma Hills, Reverend James Wesley Hills, Renita Hills, and the entire Hill family, the community church at large, and the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church. Pastor J. Walter Hills was called home to be with the Lord on April 25th, 2023. His homegoing celebration will be this Wednesday at the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church, 3725 North Ganton Vine. And that'll be at one o'clock, and then they will be shipping his body back to South Carolina, and there will be another celebration on Monday, May the 8th. So just want you to keep the Hills family lifted up in prayer. 
please continue to pray for the New Hope Church family that God will continue to do his great work in the midst of his people. Amen. It is prayer time. It is prayer time. And I know that there's um, some prayer warriors on the line. And I, I'm just going to ask if Elder Manyweather, if I can unmute you and you can uh, pray for us tonight. If, if that's not, if it's possible, press one. I don't, I know that you're busy working, but if you can lead us in prayer, press one that I can bring you on live tonight to just lead us to the throne of grace. Plead the blood of Jesus over our city, our state, and our nation on tonight. Amen. Thank God. Now, I yield this call to Elder Kathy Miniweather. Following her prayer, we will have a selection. Following that selection will be the voice of our speaker for the hour, Elder Ketty Copeland. Gracious Father, tonight how we praise you, how we thank you, how we bless you, how we love you, how we honor you, O oh God. Father, we know tonight that as we look to you, Lord God, the author and the finisher of our faith, O oh God, we give you the praise, we give you the glory, and we bless your holy name. So great are you, Lord, and greatly to be praised, O oh God. From the rising of this morning's sun that we did not see, O oh God, to the going down of that same sun tonight, Lord God, you are still worthy to be praised. Father, no matter what we face in this hour of trial and this hour of test, oh God, we know that you are still on the throne. And Lord God, how we bless you tonight. How we praise you, oh God. How we worship you tonight. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you and your people, Lord God, because it is you who makes opportunities possible to breathe out your praise. Hallelujah. It is you, oh God, who makes it possible for us to even breathe, Lord God, here on this earth. And Lord God, we yet owe you another praise. Lord, we thank you for this day's journey. We thank you for your powerful blessings, oh God. You keep on blessing us over and over and over again. And Lord God, we give you the praise. We give you the honor because, Lord God, there's nobody like you tonight, Lord God. And we give your name that praise. We bless you tonight, Lord God, for our Savior, Jesus Christ. We bless you, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit, Lord God, who's here in us, oh God, giving us the strength to call upon your holy name, to give you the praise, oh God, because they're all the to you and we bless you oh god we honor you tonight lord god we praise you for your holy word a lamp unto our feet oh god and a light unto our path oh god there we discover the jewels that you place for us you open up our understanding lord god that we may know you better lord tonight we bless you for who you are father we pray oh god for everyone under the sound of our voice oh god that you would god would do what you want to do Lord God, in our lives. Strengthen where we need strength. Tear down, Lord God, where there needs to be torn down. Build up, Lord God, where there needs to be a building, Lord God. Hallelujah. Have your way, O oh God. 
And then, Lord God, tonight, we pray that you would cancel the enemy's assignment, Lord God. But the things you want us to know, the things that you want us to grow thereby, Lord God. Father, we say thank you because every trial is not bad, Lord God. There are some things that you're cutting off, some things you want to develop, some things you want to grow tonight. And, Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus, hey, that you will loose now, Lord God, your word from heaven. Use the woman of God, Lord God, mightily to speak to your people. Father God, we see others are transitioning, and we know, Lord God, we all got to go that way. But while we are here, Lord God, there is work to be done. And, Father God, we praise you tonight. We bless you, Lord God, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the test. We give your name the glory. We give your name the praise, O God. And, Father, we honor you tonight, Lord God, because, again, you are the author. You started this in us. You started this work, Lord God, and you are going to finish it, Lord God. It is our prayer, Lord God, that as your spirit moves, we will be obedient, that we will hear him, Lord God, and that we will be faithful over the post, oh God, that you have assigned us. Strengthen, oh God, our pastor, Lord God, as she's wearing many hats, oh God. Strengthen others, Lord God, as they are wearing many hats, but above all, they'll strengthen according to your plan and your purpose, Lord God. Father, we thank you, and we pray for those who are, Lord God, as she said, that, that, that have lost loved ones, oh God. Father God, we know it's not easy, but only you, Lord God, can comfort. Only you can help them to bear the load, oh God. So, Lord God, tonight I pray that they will somehow see a way to cast it on you. But, Lord God, you only can carry all of the loads at one time. Father God, now I pray in Jesus' name that your will be done and your kingdom come. And, Lord God, that we will hear a word from on high this night and that you will continue to grow us up in faith, grow us up in love, grow us up in obedience. Oh, God, grow us up in unity in the body of Christ. For, Lord God, Christ is not divided against himself. So, Lord God, we bind the enemy and all of his forces of darkness. Have your way, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. We say thank God and we count it all done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. I Hallelujah. am troubled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
some painful circumstances that my poor soul could not flee. Elder Copeland, I yield this call over to you. Amen. Elder Copeland, can you press one on your phone, please, that I can bring you live online? Amen. Hallelujah.
Elder Copeland, I yield this call over to you. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Black. Good evening, each and every one of you. Thank you for the opportunity to come to you and speak to you all. My name is Elder Ketty Floridor. I'll be your host on tonight that will be bringing the word, amen, up under the leadership of one Bishop Tyrone Washington, Pastor Jacqueline Washington, and Pastor Pamela Laws. Thank you to you, Pastor Black, and thank you to you, uh, Pastor Pennington, for this opportunity. We're going to be looking at the spirit of truth, amen, in this season of our life week. We're going to take a look at the scripture text coming from John chapter 16, verse 13, where we can now see why, just like the disciples, why was it important for the spirit of truth to be here with us? Um, Because if we look at the society and everything that's going on, it seems that everything is going backwards, where right has become wrong and wrong has become right. And the Lord tells us that in his word that those that worship him should worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we'll be looking at this spirit of truth and what Jesus Christ had to say concerning the spirit of truth and the power of the spirit of truth. Amen. Let's go ahead and get started. I'm reading John chapter 16, verse 13, and it reads, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Truth is important in this season of our life because there is so much happening in such a quick time, at such a fast pace, right? And so many things have changed. Laws are constantly changing. And just like the disciples, Christ decided to give them instructions after the Last Supper. He begins to tell them on the things what's getting ready to take place. He also tells them he was speaking about the, the spirit of truth, you know, as he was sitting down eating with his disciples. He explained to them during that during that hour, he was telling them about the fact that one of them, number one, was going to betray him and that Peter would deny him, but he was also encouraging them during that Last Supper. He was encouraging them by telling them, let not your heart be troubled. Be, believe in God. Believe also in me. I am the way and the truth and the life. They sometimes, when Christ was speaking to the disciples, they didn't have a clear understanding of what he was saying at the time, although he was telling them things that were getting ready to occur. So <laughs> Philip misses the point of the encouragement, and he asked, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us in John chapter 14, verse Uh, verse 8. So Jesus takes that time to emphasize the importance of fellowship and unity of the Father, Son, and and the Holy Ghost, where Christ says to them, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. And that's found in John chapter 14, verse 9. 
but Jesus also includes the Holy Spirit in his discussion. He would emphasize to them, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because because it neither sees him or him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. So the spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit that is dwelling in us. And so why is it important to have the spirit of truth? What, what, is, the, what, is, what is the emphasis? Why, why do we need the spirit of truth? Well, the first reason why we need the spirit of truth is so that we're not deceived as his very elect. The word of God tells us that if the enemy had his own way, he would, he would and could and has deceived the very elect of God. The elect of God is the believer. Those who know the power of God, those who are Christians, those those of us that, that know his word, those of us know his teaching, those of us who knows about his power, the enemy desires still to deceive. And it says that so, so many are going to fall away from the faith. Why? Because the spirit of truth, they, where we don't have the Holy Spirit, we do not have the ability to decipher what is God and what is not. The spirit of truth helps our discernment. The spirit of truth also allows us to see the the actual power of God manifested in our life. The spirit of truth is the ability to take what we hear and to process what's being said to us. Mm, Is this the word or is this not the word of God? Why is that important? Because we know the only God's word cannot return to him void. The only way we can can speak and declare God's goodness is through his word. If we don't know what's true and what's not true, and we don't know how to declare his word and put it in the atmosphere, then we don't have the spirit of truth to help to to, to navigate through all the information that's being passed down to us. We this. In this society now, we have more information come, coming to us than ever before. We have information that comes to us through, of course, uh, verbal teaching. We have information coming to us from the time we're studying in our private time. We have information coming to us through radio. Then we look on, on our cell phones. We have information coming to us. We have so many social media platforms where information is coming to us at a quick pace. But if we don't have the spirit of truth to discern what is what is true God, uh, uh, true as in God's word, and what is just man's word, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. See, the spirit of truth is this. There's a difference between what's, what's a fact and what is true. A fact is a reality based on what's happening right now. What is the fact? Oh, the gas prices is almost three twenty nine in certain places. But what is the truth? The father owns a cow of a thousand years. It may be what what the doctor says is the diagnosis. But then we could read the truth, which is God's word. Well, what does God say about sickness, illness, and diseases? Healing is still the children's bread. So just because it's a fact doesn't make it the truth. Because the spirit of truth only operates through the spirit of God, and God always speaks 
truth, no matter what it is about that circumstance. The fact may be, okay, the grades in school may look bad like D's and F's, but what is the spirit of truth? The Holy Spirit has the ability to bring back to remembrance everything that we've learned, everything that we've read about, including our schoolwork. So when he was telling them that I'm, you're going to need the spirit of truth, that was part of him explaining to the, to, to the disciples, wait right here, tarry right here until the Holy Spirit has come. It was hard for them to phantom. How is this? How are we going to feel? We always had the benefit of you right here with us, talking to us, leading us, telling us the truth. Now you're telling us to wait, and the spirit of truth is going to be here with us if we just wait a little while longer? It was so amazing that when we get to the book of Acts, chapter two. 120 disciples out of all the people that he said to tarry here, only 120 found it important to stay and wait and tarry for the presence of the Holy Spirit. 120 people. So that tells us in today's terms, if we have a room full of people, at least least 120 of them is going to believe and is going to be willing to wait, that's going to trust on what what God said. It was hard for them to to imagine how how is life going to be without him, walking with us in the flesh, talking to us? How How could this be possible? How could this even be better than him in the flesh? You mean to tell me day by day we had the opportunity to walk with Jesus Christ and now he's telling us to wait? I got something better than just, just what, <laughs> there's something way better than what you saw me in the flesh. It was hard for them to fathom that. So they're like, you know what? <sighs> nah, we got something else to do. And they left, except for the 120 disciples. So when the Holy Spirit came in like a mighty rushing wind, they were able to receive what he was telling them to wait for, which was still him, but in the form of the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will be the, a lamp unto our feet. The Holy Spirit will be our truth. The Holy Spirit will empower us. The Holy Spirit will encourage us. The Holy Spirit will advocate for us. The Holy Spirit will give us strength. The Holy Spirit is the actual part of God that he allows to live in each and every one of us. We need the Holy Spirit because even when we're not sure what to do or where to go or what to pray, the Spirit makes utterance. The job of the Holy Spirit is truth. What is the truth? The word of God. So we have the ability to take the word of God with the spirit of God that is living in us and declare it and see it come to pass because God's word cannot come back void. So God said it's so important. I love my children so much that I need a part of me that's 
I need to leave a piece of me inside of them. Even though they were able to walk and talk with Jesus Christ day by day, he said, no, that ain't enough. I ain't going to leave them by themselves. They need to they need to they need something to remind them that I am Emmanuel. God is with us. He's he promised to never leave us or forsake us. How do we know that? Because we're operating with the spirit of truth in us. When Jesus left them, he didn't really leave them. Because they had the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, which was the helper. And he reminded us, reminded them, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Which the next part of what the spirit of truth has the ability to do, to continually keep in him, it helps us to stay connected to God. The Holy Spirit helps us to abide in God's presence. Because Christ always took the time to recognize where they were getting discouraged and where they needed to be reminded and where they needed to be comforted. The indwelling Holy Spirit is sent to us from God, the Father, who is the spirit of truth. He will bear witness about who Jesus Christ is. We have the dynamic opportunity to worship and to walk with the spirit of God in us. We have the answer to all of the worlds living right inside of us. And we don't even recognize the power and the authority that we have. The spirit of truth gives us the answer of what to tell somebody when they have a question. When when people have lost hope, when people have lost the confidence in God, when people are, are, are stuck in between with one foot in, one foot out in the Christian religion, when people are trying to decide, should I still continue to believe in this God? When people are are at a place of doubt, when people are allowing fear to take over, we have the answer through the spirit of truth to remind them, to tell them, wait a minute, you're not alone. There's still a hope. You don't have to turn away from the faith. If you just ask God for the gift of the Holy Spirit, he is so, oh, my gosh, God is so awesome. His grace and his mercy. He said, all my children have to do is ask for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that we will know how to navigate in this life. Because there is so much information coming to us that is not of God that he knew, if I don't send a part of me to live inside my people, they're going to perish. Because he says, oh, my people hear my voice and the stranger, they will not answer. Well, how are we going to know what God's voice is if we don't have that part? The word of God says that deep calleth unto deep. How does the deep call to deep? The spirit of God that is dwelling in us is always running and desiring relationship to speak back to the Father. That's why the word of God said that even when we don't know what to pray for, the spirit makes utterances and groans that we know not of. Because 
So when we say, well, there's no hope, we don't know what the answer is, we don't know how to help people, I don't know how to tell people anything, what, what, what can I say? Why are they asking me all these questions? Because we carry the spirit of truth. Spirit of truth is called the spirit, the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth because of our connection with him is what enables us the, ob- the ability to obey the commandments of God. And what is that commandment? It's found in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. And it reads, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. The disciples of Jesus both then and now are not expected to figure everything out on their own. Just like us, we are not. God doesn't need us to try to figure everything out. Why his word tells us, lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him. How do we acknowledge him? Acknowledge the spirit of truth that is dwelling in us, and he shall direct our path. The Holy Spirit is the the, the helper that will guide us so we don't have to try to figure things out. He has a responsibility. He 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 has an obligation and a duty to help us. That's why he's called the helper. So we don't have to try to be the Mr. and Mrs. Know-it-all. We're not all-knowing, but oh, but when we have the dwelling spirit of truth that is in us, we know all things. All things, everything, there's nothing new under the sun. God will convey and open up and reveal to us all things through the Holy Spirit. We have the ability to experience the Holy Spirit guiding guiding us minute by minute, second after second. But if we don't have the dwelling of the Holy Spirit, Who's going to help us? Because I don't know about you. There are a lot of times when this girl right here needs help. Lord, I need help. And I say, Lord, I don't even know. I need help. I don't know. I don't know the answer. And in the still small voice, I got you. Well, here's the truth. He'll either lead me to his truth through his word, or I will hear a word spoken through someone that is the truth of what I need to know concerning the matter. That's why the Bible says he always makes a way of escape. There is no, none of us here, we have no excuse to sit in the, what I like to call, in the land of la-la land. Well, I don't know. What? Why you don't know? We do not have an excuse to be in la-la land, not with the spirit of truth living in us, because the spirit spirit of truth comes to reveal God's word. What does God have to say about the matter? I don't need Pastor Black. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through something, I don't need somebody's opinion. I need the, the truth of what I should do so I know how to move next. But because we be caught up on our own intelligence, our own wisdom, our own thoughts, and our own opinions, God says, you don't need that when you come to me. He, that's why he had to have that conversation with Adam. Who told you you were naked? He allowed Adam and Eve to be naked before him because they had nothing to put in between the relationship of God and 
that I may have. But God can handle every single truth, even if it's a truth that I think is too hard for mankind to carry. God has the ability. So he said, well, Adam, who told you were naked? Pretty much, why have you put something in between the relationship that I have built between me and you? He found and he felt the wedge in the relationship. There was a heavy weight that had come in and interrupted what God had already put in place. When we do not obey the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth that is dwelling in us, or we don't speak what the spirit of truth tells us to speak, we cause a wedge and a heaviness in the relationship. So that's why so many are walking around heavy with their heads down, bowed down, feeling defeated. Disobedience leads to that. Disobedience is the barrier between us and God. Because the spirit of truth operates when we are willing to obey. Obedience is not just a word. Obedience is action. Nobody can be obedient on our behalf. I can't say, well, God is telling me to do this and look for my children to do it. I can't say, well, the Lord may tell me to do this, but I'm going to wait to see if the pastor going to do it. Obedience is an action verb that we have to we have to actually walk out what he tells us to do because he is the spirit of truth and he leads us into all goodness and righteousness. He's the last who are going to lead us in a place where we are defeated, where we are deceived and we are left in la-la land. So as I'm closing, walk in the authority through the spirit of truth that is dwelling in us through the power of the Holy Ghost. So that, number one, we have the ability to be holy. We have the ability to enjoy the Zoe kind of life. We have the ability to have wisdom and revelation. We have the ability to extend grace and mercy to those who need it. But most importantly, through the spirit of truth, we have the ability to magnify and glorify God for everything that we are and everything that we have. Amen. Pastor Black, dear, I turn it on over to you. Amen. Pastor Black, I turn it over to you. Amen. Praise the Lord, Elder. Um, what an awesome word on today and how true it is for such a time as this is that we need the truth. We need to walk in the truth. We need to speak the truth. We need to live the truth. We need to be the truth. Uh, people are losing hope in this world, and the only thing that can save them is the truth, and that's Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Elder Elder Copeland, for that word on tonight. My brothers and sisters, I hope you've been blessed by the word on tonight. I heard a preacher say this morning that it's time for the preachers to start preaching messages that will help people live Monday through Sunday. And tonight we got that word on tonight, a word that will help us the rest of the week. And until next Sunday, may the Lord our God be with you. May he bless you. May he keep you. May he strengthen you. May he comfort you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. I love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. Brothers and sisters, I want to welcome you back to life. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me? 